right, folks. Wednesday night edition, Philip Ward Show. More importantly, the day before Thanksgiving. So, as always, you know, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Give thanks for everything that we have in this country. I mean, you know, despite all the destruction that Joe Unity Biden has caused in the Democratic Party as well, we can always give thanks to the freedoms and the opportunities and the liberty that I always speak about on this program. Um, and then, you know, they just give thanks for your friends and family. All the good stuff, as always. Um, that being said, we still have a show that we have to do. Now, obviously, it's not going to be the uh, the biggest news day on the calendar year. But we do have some news uh, to get into. I think the Washington Examiner released a piece earlier uh, the, today, which, which is perfect for Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow. Uh, there was a verdict that was reached. Oh, by the way, before we get to uh, Ahmed Arbery um, and the three men uh, and the verdict there, it, it still astonishes me that here this happens on Sunday in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Uh, Daryl Brooks Jr., I mean, just killing, you know, now six Americans, including an eight-year-old boy, and, and and again, this was a black man, Daryl Brooks. It was all six victims are white. And this was a guy who now we know had previous Facebook posts and was posting on social media to knock out all the white people, the old ones too, knock them the F out. So how this isn't an act of, of black supremacy is totally beyond me because if it was a white person who did this and killed six black people well the mainstream media might actually cover it they haven't spoken a word about it if anything they're almost trying to run cover for this act i, I how you do not describe this as terrorism it's just beyond me. They, they get so worked up all the time oh the insurrection on january 6th and it was so bad Folks, they were already in the Capitol. These, as they call them all, Trump supporters and whatnot. And by the way, a lot of them are still being held to this very day. And and if they wanted to really take over and storm the Capitol, well, they were already in there. I mean, why why would they have stopped? I, I don't know. I really don't know. Not that I, I condone any of that, but I love that then after January 6th happens, well, now, all of a sudden, the mainstream media cares about rioting. Now, they care about destruction happening. Now, they, they're just, it just, it always boggles my mind. They're so phony, and yet there's some people in this country that still don't see it. They still don't get how corrupt, how dishonest, how fake our news media is. There, there's no news left anymore. I mean, there's there's a few publications. I mean, I personally, one of my favorites is the, the New York Post. I think they report on the news. Do they have op-ed pieces? Yeah, of course they do. It would, I, would, I concede they have a sort of conservative lean. Yeah, I would say so as well. But, but you know that. When they write straight news pieces, you actually get good news reporting. I'll give you another example. Here in Buffalo. The Buffalo News is, is the most prominent newspaper that people read. 
Well, 75% of the Buffalo News is made up of the left-wing New York slimes and the Washington compost. There's no straight news in those papers anymore. And then that gets passed down onto, you know, here in Buffalo, the Buffalo News. And then people think they're reading the news and they're not. It all has this leftist, I would argue, borderline socialistic approach. And, 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 And that's where we are now in this country. You know, if we had ethical journalism, well, they'd be reporting on what happened in Waukesha. You would see other publications other than just the Daily Mail and the New York Post saying, well, this is the background of Daryl Brooks. This is the stuff that he was saying about white people. But for some reason, and and you take a look at the Democratic Party too. I mean, I've been arguing it for a few weeks now. There's a war on white people with the Democratic Party. You either bow down to what they say or, or, or you're done for. They have no use for you anymore. And and when has there been a party or, or anyone really calling for censorship of people and they've been looked on fondly throughout history? It doesn't happen. But that's all that all of this, folks, all of this is what the Democratic Party is all about. They build their own narrative. They give it to the mainstream media, their colleagues, their buddies, their friends. Give you a prime example. Take a look at Jen Psaki, White House press secretary now. <laughs> she used to be a, a CNN contributor. These, all those people, propaganda news, CNN, they're all her friends. You had Brian Stelter, that big tub that he is, asking Jen Psaki, well, uh, what, what is it that the media gets wrong? when covering the Biden administration. What is what is it you want us to focus on? What can we do to help your agenda and help your goals and help your socialistic policies? How can we get those to the American people and make it seem as though they're popular? Because folks, they're not. Every indication we've had so far of Joe Biden's presidency is complete. The, all the signs show that this guy is failing miserably. Gets a approval rating of of 38%. Kamala Harris's approval rating, 28%. All right, I I could I could do a whole program on the Biden failures. We've gone over it. Inflation is out of control. It's the highest it's ever been in 30 years. The Biden border crisis. Well, we've already got over one million illegal aliens who are already in this country. Who have, who have come right over the southern border because it is wide open. And Joe Biden, throughout his 51 years in the political arena, he's never once visited the southern border. I guess he can't make time for that. Too many times in Rehoboth Beach and taking vacations in Delaware. He's been elsewhere. He's been all around the world. Joe Biden, just ask him. I spent 24 hours with President Xi. And he always, he always touts that relationship that he has with G. He's almost proud of it. Yet, he, that actually, that's his old friend. Even President Xi said that. But Biden said, Jen Psaki says, well, he's not, he's not Joe's old friend. Oh, really? Seem like good buddies to me. He hasn't yet, to, he's yet told President Xi, rightly so, accountable for releasing COVID into this world. 
infecting 184 countries worldwide. It's a world war. That's exactly what China is doing. China last year started a world war without violence and, and, and no one has held them accountable. We had someone who wanted to when it came to Donald Trump and, and, and yet, no, his tweets were too mean. And Donald Trump, I mean, he was winning the election till 3 a.m. in the morning. Here come these mail-in ballots. Magically, we don't know if the signatures are verified. We don't know who these ballots belong to, but we just need to make sure that Joe Biden's our president. Oh, really? How's that going for every single person in this country? Talk about, uh, you know, these vaccine mandates that he wants to roll out, even though in the buildup to the election, even after, even after he, he became president-elect, well, he was saying, well, I, yeah, I, I'm not going to do any mandates. Well, well, that's where we are now. Uh, uh, Dr. Fauci's still around. I don't know if anyone would even believe a thing he says anymore. All he does is flip-flop. Uh, and, 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 you know, like I said, Russia, ISIS, you know, it's just, it's disaster after disaster when it comes to Joe, and he, and he, he promised, right? Think about tomorrow at the Thanksgiving, ta Thanksgiving day table, when you're talking with your family, I mean, does, does everyone, you're always going to have some wacky liberal relative who's going to be there. You think that wacky lib is going to be able to defend Joe Biden's policies? How about you? All you got to do is talk about the southern border. How about ask about Afghanistan? How's Afghanistan going? We lost 13 U.S. service members because of Joe Biden. And then there, while their funerals are taking place, dignified transfer. Here's Joe. Oh, I, I really don't have time for this. Every single time checking his watch. I mean, how how disrespectful. How much of a scumbag lowlife do you have to be? And I, and a lot of people, you know, I've heard some from some people. Well, I don't. I feel I feel bad for Joe. He doesn't know what he's doing. Well, then why would he ever want to be president? I don't feel bad for Joe at all. I want him gone. I don't want him to be president anymore. There's not a single thing Joe has done that has benefited this country. And I wouldn't argue more than just the ten months of his presidency here. I would argue throughout his 51 years in politics, nothing Joe Biden has done has ever worked well for the country. That, you know, I, I go back and I echo what Rush Limbaugh said when he was asked about what, is, what does he want to see from the Obama presidency? Well, he said, I hope he fails. Oh, I said at the beginning of Biden's presidency, I, I really do. I, I, I share the same sentiments as Rush. I hope Joe Biden fails because if Biden fails, the country succeeds. So far, his socialist agenda, his radical policies, well, they're succeeding in terms of his goal. When do we ask what is what are Joe's motives? Joe Biden, make no mistake, folks, he doesn't care about the American people. He cares more about China than he does this country. He wants this country to fail. That's what Joe wants. He wants division. He and and speaking of division, after um the uh guilty verdict came down today uh for these uh three men um in the death of uh Ahmad Arbery, well you have his own father saying, quote, all lives matter. 
I don't want no daddy to watch his kid get shot down like that. It's all of our problem. So let's keep fighting to make this a better place for all human beings. Love everybody. All human beings need to be treated equally. You think Joe Biden thinks that way? Of course he doesn't. Kamala Harris, Jen Psaki, uh-uh. Think again. All those people care about the Democratic Party and having power, having the ability to tell you, I was elected, you weren't, I know better than you. I get to tell you how you how to run your life. That's where they're at, folks. I tell you, think keep. But it's not like there has there there are good signs too. You know, I I, I understand. You know, should be well. Geez, films the day before Thanksgiving. You're gonna be happy. Well, listen, I'm always happy. Always, always. I think this country is so worth fighting for. Um, Washington Examiner piece today. Let me you know bring it back to a more of a positive note. They write today, still thankful for the best country on earth. Americans began celebrating Thanksgiving long before there was the United States. For hundreds of years, the colonies celebrated a day for local communities to come together and give thanks to God. Well, phew, can't say the word God anymore. Remember last year at the DNC, the Democrats totally cut God out of a uh, Pledge of Allegiance and the National Anthem. That was great, right? That was a great look for them. Uh, it was not until the height of national division during the Civil War that President Abraham Lincoln first set a uniform date for the nationwide celebration of Thanksgiving. Quote, in the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, Lincoln wrote, order has been maintained. The laws have been respected and obeyed Harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. Lincoln went on to note that the Civil War had not prevented settlers from expanding the nation's borders, nor slowed the development of the land's natural resources, nor stopped the population from continuing to grow. Lincoln wrote, There are gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy well the examiner writes there's no civil war today as there was when lincoln set a national day of thanks and thank goodness for that but the nation is clearly divided to an extent perhaps not seen since then i would agree with that 188 percent we don't we as conservatives don't we, there's nothing we see eye to eye on with this radical socialist democratic party we know what they're about they're socialists. They want communism in this country. They want a one-party rule. It's as simple as that. We as conservatives continue to push back because we know we can't have any of that. If, if we want to keep our country, the Democratic Party has to fail. It is mandatory. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I, here, let me get through this article before, uh, before we go into Thanksgiving. Woke police have so captured higher education and corporate America that most people are now scared to speak their minds in the classroom and at work. And forget about a president mentioning the most high God in a pro uh, proclamation. That simply is no longer acceptable. The First Amendment has never been in greater danger. And indeed, the entirety of the Bill of Rights is under attack 
as Democrats seek to undermine the very structure of our constitutional republic. And again, another way you can uh, differentiate from Democrats and Republicans is just ask them what, what we live in. Ask them what system of government do we have? They tell you, well, well, it's a democracy. Well, we don't live in a democracy as well. That's what Democrats want. They think we live in a democracy and New York and California and New Jersey and, and Massachusetts. They get to choose who, who has total control of the country. Uh-uh, ain't that way. We live in a constitutional republic where we have an electoral college, where this republic, since uh, I remember the old quote, I think it was Ben Franklin uh, who said it, it was something like that. Uh, it, what do we, a woman asked him, well, what, what do we have? Well, he says, a republic if you can keep it. Well, I would say that, yeah, that is very much under attack nowadays. And again, folks, especially with everything that this Democratic Party wants to do. They, uh, they want total control of everything, folks. It's insanity. Um, so packing the court, musing over how to add the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico as states, abusing executive authority to pass vaccine mandates, abandoning the rule of law to enable a mass illegal migration. We are teetering close to no longer being a country of laws. This November, however, has ushered in a season of hope. The scales are falling from people's eyes. Parents across the country are pushing back against the hateful lies told about our country in public schools. Majorities now say they want illegal migrants turned back at the border. Prosecutors who have refused to send criminals to jail are facing recall elections in the bluest of cities. And I would argue, remember the Milwaukee uh, district attorney, uh, the uh, John uh, Chisholm saying, quote, is there, now this is what he was talking about, you know, no cash bail, right? Is there going to be a, an, an individual I divert or I put into a treatment program who's going to go out and kill somebody? Well, you bet. Guaranteed. Well, well done, Chisholm. Uh, that's exactly what Daryl Brooks did in Waukesha on Sunday. It's guaranteed to happen, he says. But it does not invalidate the overall approach. So I get, this guy knew people were going to die, but it's, it's all about the approach for him. It's all about the process with this idiot knew knew it was going to happen he said it's, oh, it's guaranteed but but am i still going to do it yeah of course i am what a joke so the uh washington examiner writes the public is awakening people know there are still many reasons why we should be thankful to live in this glorious country focus on those reasons and have a wonderful holiday and for, i mean i can't say it any better i talk about conservative values all the time you know it listen if you want if you believe in lower taxes limited federal government you believe that individuals make up a society no matter black white you know yellow orange blue it doesn't matter and that society it you know, has uh these individuals that make up the society have responsibilities you believe in equal justice and crime should be obviously the mainstream media doesn't care about equal justice they would have reported even a little bit 
on what happened in Waukesha on Sunday. You know, uh, go back to former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich in the Contract with America. The five principles he laid out, individual liberty, economic opportunity, limited government, personal responsibility, security at home and abroad. Or Gary Goldwater, former Arizona Senator, 1966, quote, most progress has been made in history under conservative philosophy. So folks, go out and enjoy your Thanksgiving Day dinner tomorrow. Even the libs and your family, you know, just, just give them little pokes here and there. Oh, wow, a lot of things aren't going well, right? I thought Joe was going to promise unity. Well, we haven't seen unity yet. But either way, folks, obviously kidding. Enjoy your Thanksgiving Day tomorrow. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening to the program. One of the things I'm most thankful for are you, the listening audience. I truly appreciate it so much. I, I, I really do. I'll never be able to tell you how much I actually really appreciate it so much. That's the best way I can describe it. So from here on the program, happy Thanksgiving Day. Go out and enjoy it tomorrow. Enjoy the weekend that follows as well. We will be back here on Monday. Folks, 1,152 days left to go in the Biden regime. Happy Thanksgiving.